Hello, handsome dads. Welcome to Jack's Tap. It is episode 28, April 26th, and we have a Jack's Tap first. Our first ever guest of the show, other than John, but he is an integral part of the show. Our first ever guest, Mikey Romanic. A very good friend of mine, pestered me nonstop to be on the show, took a pandemic, but we got it. Uh, It is on Zoom, so I apologize if the quality is not quite as high, but I we make up for it in laughs and a good time shared. And uh, I, I did just finish the call with him. I think it's pretty funny. As always with the show, everything we say is just uh, to try and make each other laugh, to try and make you laugh. So if you uh, listen to it and don't like it, just, you know, stop watching. Hope you like it, though. Welcome to Jack's Tap. Just one look at you. And I know it's gonna be a lovely day. You still do, uh, oh no, yeah, I totally thought you were Theo Vaughn and you did that. Shine a light on me. That was my inspiration for doing the Bill Withers song, though. Yeah, yeah, that band broke up. Well, yeah, he's not doing so hot recently. Who? <laughs> Bill Withers. <laughs> no, I meant the Theo Vaughn band. Oh. They broke up? They broke up. How come? Uh, I, I, internal turmoil. They didn't take the Bill Withers death well? <laughs> That's. I think they're connected. Yeah. What band is that? Bishop Gunn. They're actually really good. What other songs do they have? Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the names of them. Mountain Mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Ain't No Valley, I think, was that. <laughs> ain't No Valley or Ain't No Mountain? High Whatever. Yeah. It was high. That's Aretha Franklin and Marvin Gaye. Dude. I thought it was um, McDonald. Ronald McDonald? No, the other McDonald, uh, Michael McDonald. Oh, oh, it could be. No, you're right. He, I think Michael McDonald think... did a little remix. Is he the guy that's like, tell me how am I supposed to live? No. Dude, we, we've jumped so many points. <laughs> I saw that recently in a TikTok where somebody, like, they kept cutting between his face in different mirrors. And he would look into, he was doing one of those like paid programming for like a greatest hits number 17 or like a kid's, what are those? Oh, uh, the now CDs, except it was like, now that's country. Rock music 57. Exactly. And the guy did it perfectly where he was like the advertiser in one mirror, then he'd cut to another one and he'd be singing. And then it was like that one where it was, uh, the guy's like, Tell me how am I supposed to live without you? He's like, the greatest voices of the generation. And I will always look at you the same time. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a good one. It's like that family guy, like, with, with the great, or the, was it the greatest hits of the Rat Pack? Like, uh, she's got a Jewish nose, my friend Sinatra. <laughs> family guy? Yeah, and it's like, she's got a great big Jewish nose. Oh, there's a dog. It's fine. Um, what? Was that later, Family Guy? 
no, it was earlier, and it's like, she's got a great big Jewish nose, and it's there two minutes early, wherever she goes. <laughs> it's like, greatest hits, like, uh, like China, like China Girl or something, and it's just like, hey, little China Girl, ching-a-ling-ching. Ching. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> like, Christ. It's really bad. <laughs> That's hilarious. Family Guy went for it back in the day. Now, they still do, but it's just incredibly stupid. Right. Yeah. All right. It's Jack's Tap, episode 28. It is our first guest, Mikey Romantic. How's your April been, Mikey? Uh, my April has been the same as everybody else's, I'm sure. Just staying home, not doing much. Uh, I got to say, uh, you know, this might be a hot take, but I think quarantine has been – I know it's been obviously horrible. The People are dying. The economy is yeah. not good. Right. But for me personally, it has been incredible. What's uh, What's been better about it for you? I mean, I just like the idea that like the, you know, the concept that there's, there's no, I don't have any reservations I have to be at or any schedules I have to like make trains or make meetings on or be yeah. in places. Right. I also got that $1,200 from the government for absolutely no reason. So yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Do you have any work that you still need to do? Well, so I'm uh, sorry about the dog. I'm uh business development so and i work with um hospitals and health insurance organizations so they're a little preoccupied at the time so there's yeah. really not much for me to do uh so i'm not complaining on that front either yeah i'm bored as shit though because like i want to because i work with kids and they won't let me like video chat with the kids which is a weird thing to say it's a weird way to word it but i'm supposed to like be supporting the kids that i work with and i can't do that when i'm at home so they wanted to set up video chats with those kids. And then I was like, all right, yeah, sure. Like I'm literally doing nothing over here. So I'd, like, I'd honestly like the company just to check in with them for even if it's five minutes a day. And then I did it one time and the principal and vice principal were like, actually we talked and we don't want you guys talking to the kids one-on-one. -on -one. It was like, okay, like I do it. I've done it every day for the whole year. And they're like, I'm like, what's the difference now? They're like, you know, just because it's on video chat and their parents are there, we don't want them to hear anything inappropriate. You know, I'm like, I'm not going to say anything inappropriate to the kids. Like, you trusted me with them alone in person. for years in person where you can do anything, you know, if you were to. And then they're just like, well, we don't want the parents to hear what you've been saying to the kids, you know. Well, what have you been saying? Nothing. <laughs> But that was their rationale as to like why they didn't want to do it. And then now literally I got an email on Friday that says like, yep, we're starting video chats with the kids. Those kids really need your support. We're going to train you on Monday how to do it. It's like, all right. So now apparently I'm going to be talking to them again. One-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I do agree. I see your, I definitely see your side of it, but for some reason, because you're speaking to third graders, it's tough. It's a weird, it's a on weird video on just because it's on video for some people are like, yeah. Oh, internet chat roulette is on the internet. Yeah. Gonna show yeah. you a cock. <laughs> it feels <laughs> weird, dude. It does feel weird. Like I was like trying to get one of the kids into a video chat with me and he like, so I joined oh, that, that sentence alone. Sunday. I know it's so bad. <laughs> I was in I was in a chat with 24 third graders because it was the whole That's class. Hot. That's hot. Thanks. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so I was in there. And then at the end, I was trying to, like, get the first one-on-one -on -one chat with the kids set up. And I had sent him the invite, but he didn't respond to the invite. 
So I was like, hey, you gonna be, like, are you ready to meet one-on-one -on -one after this? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, see you in a minute. Like, I'm gonna hop on over to that one. And then he just like ghosted me and didn't show up. <laughs> I was just, I was just sitting here like waiting for an eight-year-old to like get in a video chat with me and being like, is he, is he ghosting me right now? Like, and all, just sudden, Chris Han and all of a sudden, Chris Hansen walked in. Yeah, <laughs> he, like I see Chris Hansen is waiting for approval to join the chat. He's like, oh, I see you already have a seat. <laughs> yeah, take, take a seat. Take Why a don't seat. you go ahead and get another pillow? Take a seat. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and I was like sending him invitations over email. I was like, maybe you didn't get it. And I like sent him another email like last minute. And I was just like, this feels so fucking weird. Um, even though there's literally nothing I can, what could I do? The kid could just hang up if he wants. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I've heard of people too that are they're doing like uh, like FaceTime or Zoom like dates. Like their first date is over. I'm so happy I finished with the dating apps just before this started because that was like a big trial for me was to just be like, you know what, let it happen if it happens and stop being on dating apps. And I can't imagine. Are you on them right now? I was never on them. To be honest, wait. What do you mean you're done? I deleted all my apps. I deleted all my my Hinge, my Bumble. Because you found somebody, or just because you were done with the apps? Because that fucking were tearing me apart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, I know people much. that have. I know people that have seen success with it. I, oh, absolutely. And I well, no, Emily, I knew before, but we. The reason why we got together when I came back to IU was because I saw her on Bumble. What I do think is good about the apps is it's, it is a good like icebreaker. Cause if you see somebody, you know, and then you both yeah. swipe, right. Right. It's like, that Oh, was, you, that was what it was. Yeah. It is the kind of like, you know, not that I've never had an awkward interaction with a girl that is a friend who you try to make a move on. It's never happened. Okay. It's never happened once, but I could see if that were an awkward situation for you. And then you see that girl on the dating app, then you swipe right. And then it's like, okay, we're both into it. Boom. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Do you know anybody that has done a dating, a date on a Zoom call? Uh, I know one girl that did um, in New York and she got ghosted. <laughs> the guy didn't Sucks. show up. <laughs> She's just waiting in the, dude, there's nothing more demoralizing than waiting in the meeting room for one of these things before anybody's there. You just see yourself. <laughs> a second feels like a year. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> and because I've been the one hosting these things, apparently I have, maybe the school gave us a prime account or something, but my meetings don't end after a certain amount of time. And Noah's would. Uh, so it's always me starting them and I just sit here. I, I have way too intense of a setup. I have a microphone, I have lights, I have a camera, a sound mixer and all these things. And I'm just sitting here like, all right. <laughs> see when the, when the boys are going to get in the chat. Oh, shocker, they're late, and they don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody's been talking, like, they're all like, all right, who's setting it up? I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And they're like, see you in right, 20. <laughs> exactly, and then they still, they still find a way to fuck it up. Yeah. So you don't, have you kept a routine at all during your days? Or what do you uh, do? Yeah, well, I work Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um, I put that term lightly. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I wake up at the, a little later than I normally would. So I don't have to get up and get on the train. And then I usually work out like 1130 to like 1230. 
eat lunch, then hop back on work till like five. Yeah. And then I just like chill. I mean, I typically I'd go out, maybe grab a drink somewhere, like hang out with friends, but there's nothing to do. Are all the guys still in your apartment? Is everyone there? Uh, no. So I, another guy moved in. So there's five guys total here now. Wow. One of them, one That's of them's from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And well, and then one of them has a girlfriend and a dog. So there's at normal times. There could be six people and a dog here. Yeah. But uh, one of them's from Pittsburgh. He went home. One's from Kansas City. He went home. The guy with the girlfriend, she lives in Houston, so they went to Houston with the dog, so just me and then the one guy from Lincolnwood now. Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's from Lincolnwood? Yeah. That's right, by where I am. Yeah, he's not too far. By all these Jews that uh, infected my area. Yeah, he's a conservative Jew, so he, he's right there with, with, with those is he really? park people. He Does is. he have the sideburns? <laughs> Do you have the sideburns, Daniel? Oh, it's Daniel? Yeah, it's, the, it's called a payas, you uncultured swine. Uh, a thousand pardons. I apologize. <laughs> no, he doesn't have the, the payas or, or the tzitzit. It's the least shocking part of the garb. For me, it's the, <laughs> it's the Russian fur hat looking thing or the, uh, <laughs> the like silk or the satin robe or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, dude, there's been an influx of... Uh, Hasidic content, Hasidic Jewish content on Netflix. So people are starting to Has get more there? knowledgeable. Uh, there's that show Unorthodox that a lot of people have watched about a girl. It's, a, it's based on a true story about a girl sort of escaping her Brooklyn Hasidic community. Uh, that's unorthodox of her. Yeah, it's very unorthodox of her to do that. <laughs> and uh, there's another one. <laughs> the, the preview for the show is just, <laughs> it's just, there's nothing orthodox about this <laughs> young Jewish lady. No, it's, and she's played by Rob Schneider, and it's like, Rob Schneider! <laughs> is unorthodox. <laughs> no, and there's another documentary, I forgot what it's called, about the community, I think, in Brooklyn, and people saw orthodox. the documentary. <laughs> yeah, it's called Orthodox. And then uh, people were going there and just, like, ogling at these people in their, like, daily lives. Yeah. Which they didn't really like, I don't think. No, it's not very nice. When I drive through their neighborhood, I try to be very, you know, just not try to ignore eye contact because you don't want to, you don't want to look away either and make them feel like they're an object, but you, know, you just can't be staring at them. True. And, uh, well, we have some friendships or whatever within that community, or my mom does. Right. And they're, they're, they're a thing called Shomer Shabbos. Wait, no, Shomer Nagia. Shomer Nagia. And uh, write that down. And uh, that means that they can't touch the opposite sex unless they're married. Oh. I, there's more to it than that. Even I their mom? Sure. Well, he said even their mom. Like, you can touch, like when you're like, you can touch relatives, I think. But like, so like, for example. When you turn 18, you can't touch your mom anymore. Yeah, once you turn 18, you can no longer uh, like fondle your mom. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, but so what happened one time is I went to a dinner there and the the guy was like, hello, I'm whoever, this is my wife. And I stuck, stuck my hand out to shake her hand. Right. And, she, and she was like, whoa, 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 I can't touch. I was like, oh, sh-. like I just like a complete yeah. But hey, we're all going to be doing that now because of coronavirus. I'll share an idea. I'll share an idea. Yeah, that was close, but. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, no, we're not going to be shaking hands ever anymore, so it doesn't really matter. I was going to bring that up later, but we could t- I want to talk about handshakes. Do you think that people are going to – bow from now on gonna just wave and like in a business setting do you feel like handshakes are still gonna be the norm i don't think so but like what's the alternative just like 
I know it's weird, but dude, I fucking hate giving handshakes to just strangers. You got clammy hands, you know, germs for one. And also just rarely, I always think about how the handshake went and whether we made like proper contact. You always overthink it. Are you talking about me and Jet, me specifically or people, people in general? Yes. And you, you neurotic <laughs> fuck. <laughs> there was uh, a, the guy, what was his name? It wasn't Tatelman. I think it was a wrestling coach at Nutrier who led the, uh, the senior captains of all the varsity sports. So I was there as a bowling captain. And he told us about how to make proper contact with the uh, thumb flap and always like talked about it. And he's just like, you gotta make thumb flap to thumb flap contact. And if you ever don't, the least awkward thing to do is to actually acknowledge it and to say, oh, you didn't really make good thumb flap connection there. Let's try that again. And then like really get in there with them. Yeah, it's like when white like, people high five. Yeah. I was like, I don't think that's the move to like acknowledge that our thumb flaps didn't connect well enough and try at it again. Oh, he said say the words thumb flaps? That's what he, that's how he was saying it. He's just like, the way I do it, I just kind of break the ice. He's like trying to say like, you know, you, you laugh about it, you have fun with it, it's fine. But, you know, <laughs> everybody moves on. Nobody thinks it's weird. It's weird if you don't acknowledge it. Yeah, on a separate note, I'm pretty sure that guy's in jail for pedophilia now, so. Yeah, well, he broke the, uh, he broke the rule and he fondled his mom on Shabbat's. Oh, yeah, he was Jewish. Forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, exactly. All right. It's April 26th. Should I try? I'm going to try and share this. Bingo. All right. First off, 1938. Can you hear me? Yeah. Perfect. Beauty. All right. We got some good news, bad news, guys. Should have had it prepped. Should have had it prepped. Should have had it ready to go. All right, 1938. Mike, do you want the bad news or do you want the good news first? What do people do? Bad news first? What do you do? I, I, don't, get, I don't get good news, so bad news. All right, so 1938, we're also going to go in uh, chronological order. Austrian Jews were required to register property above 5,000 Reichsmarks. Uh, so Pretty that is... That's not, not good news. Mikey, any, any insight on that? Any knowledge of it? You've had relatives that went through the Holocaust. I have. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm doing the Reichsmark to dollars conversion right now. Let's see what, let's yeah. see what that is. <laughs> um, no, no opinions. Uh, seems like a precursor to the Holocaust. But yeah, no good. We'll, but we'll wait and find out. How many Reichsmarks? Is how many Reichsmarks make a dollar? Five thousand, I think. So those are the German marks. It's about twenty-seven hundred dollars. So I don't know who's owning property. That's twenty-seven hundred dollars. You think that's low or high? That's incredibly low. Well, yeah, but it's this is after the Great Depression. It's nineteen thirty-eight. You know, and it's any property above that. So they're saying like, if you're below it, you're fucked. So it's fine. But like, if you're above, <laughs> if you're above these Reichsmarks. Time to register, and I don't like that. That makes me, eh, never mind. Uh, 1941, once we got that out of the way, though, a tradition begins. The first organ at a baseball stadium. Guess what team it was, Mike? 
Uh, the Cubs. Oh my gosh. The Chicago Cubs started tradition today in 1940, 1941. On the same day, potatoes were rationed in Holland. I think they had a shortage. All right, moving right along. Oh, coal mine explosion. Go to that coal mine explosion. Where's that? Oh, okay. <laughs> One year later, a coal mine exploded and it killed 1,549 people. Is that not an absurd Manchuria. What is, is it? That's an absurd number. <laughs> it's a lot of people. <laughs> Dude, that's half of 9-11 from just a coal mine. Experience. Yeah. You know what I don't like about all this COVID stuff is like I get that we're comparing it to 9-11 in a way because we don't want it to be like the flu because we need to take it more seriously than the flu. But enough of the like 12 9-11s have happened. It's like, all right, one 9-11 happened and now we have this other thing. Are people saying that? I've never, heard, I've never heard it. Cuomo, who I love during this, Governor Cuomo is doing a great job, but he just keeps being like 12 9-11s have happened in the month of March. <laughs> I used to think 9-11 would be the worst thing I ever went through, but now this is 12 9-11s. I've been talking about with my roommate. Sorry to interrupt. I was talking okay. to my roommate about that. Is this worse than 9-11? Because 9-11 was one day yeah, no, over is, time, but it's well, a lot more people. 9-11, I was about to say this has way more of an economic impact, and I still think it does, but 9-11 did lead us into, like, two wars that we're still paying for today, so. But a lot of people were deathly afraid of terrorism as a result of 9-11. Right. Yeah. I guess people are deathly afraid of, like, making out with strangers or whatever now. Yeah, and there's going to be, like, <laughs> if we think there's a ton of changes of security based off of 9-11, there's going to be so much change in terms of, like, everything based off of this so yeah well what i've heard about them maybe doing is having those forehead thermometers so if you have a fever you like can't get into like a concert or yeah. into an airplane or like you have to get uh tested every time you go to like work or a, an event right like they have like a quick like finger prick test or something or like before you leave that day or something you know what blow is if you had tickets to go see like i don't know justin bieber for example yeah. Not speaking from a personal example. And you're like, I'll pump to go see him. And then you get there and they do it. They're like, you have a fever. You have to leave. <laughs> yeah. And like the new, the new policy is there's just no returns. It's like, well, you didn't take care of yourself. <laughs> so you've got to go home. Sorry, there were other on this stage that I totally just interrupted. Very relevant. It's the mass trials of the Jonas Salk anti-polio vaccine begins. The first shot is delivered in Fairfax County, Virginia. More than 443,000 children received shots over three months. Look at those kids. Jesus Christ. What, what, that is the most scary looking machine I've ever Children seen. with polio in a U.S. hospital inside an iron lung in about... 0.5% of cases, patients suffered from paralysis, sometimes resulting in the inability to breathe. More often, limbs would be paralyzed. So I think that's like the equivalent to what the ventilators are for us now. Except they look like they're literally about to get guillotined. Yeah, no, it looks like we just tried to save the children's heads. We're like, you know, their bodies are messed up. The limbs are going to get torn off. Let's save the heads and get out of here. <laughs> look at their smiling. What the? What are they so happy about? Nurse is just like, oh, yay. 
Look, Timmy did a drawing up here. You know where that goes? You know where we're going to put that drawing, Timmy? Right up on the iron lung. <laughs> that is funny. You did so good. Oh, what's that? Are you, play you having a fun time outside? Yeah, we'll put that above your face. Remind you about the outdoors. And look at the girl below. She goes, hey, I can't really see it. <laughs> can we maneuver the arm along a little bit? I want to be able to see Timmy's to drawing. <laughs> Boy, I really drew the short stack here. Yeah, that's tough. She's literally below the knees. And then maybe maybe the people up top. Maybe Dude, people she up is top. upskirting that nurse. She is straight <laughs> upskirting that nurse. I see why Nurse Jackie's all smiles. <laughs> Come on, Nurse Jackie, where's the underwear? <laughs> yeah. I might be an iron lung, but I still got eyes. Jesus. <laughs> well, remember, I'm eight. Remind me not, not to video chat with you when this is all over. And then the kids up top have like height, they're afraid of heights. Um, <laughs> 443,000 vaccines over three months. I feel like that's not a lot compared to what we need right now. COVID. You were saying Jonas Salk is a Jew, right? Jonas Salk is, he's one of our most prized Jews. What was the, Larry David had a, had a stand-up joke about, about Jonas Salk. You know, how, you know, Jewish mothers, grandmothers are constantly bragging about their children. He goes, Jonas Salk's mother must have been the most annoying of all of them. She goes, oh, yeah. your son is a businessman? Mine cured polio. <laughs> Who's on the Mount Rushmore of Jews? The Mount Jonas Rushmore. Salk on there? Uh, probably Jonas Salk, Albert Einstein, John Stewart, and, uh, and, and Sandy Koufax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Amari Stoudemire really made a push for Sandy's spot, but Sandy held <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Amari Sotomayor, yeah, he was, he's one below. Yeah. All right, and then we've just got a few birthdays. We don't need to cut back to four. Jet Lee was born today. Happy birthday, Jet. Name one movie he was on. I dare you. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. See, that's what I was going to say. I'm not positive. I think he was in it, but I don't know that he was in that. Um, Kevin Bacon, not in Footloose. Let's look at IMDb, Jet Li. No, it's not looking good for my prediction. It wasn't in there. <laughs> the Expendables. Oh, well, then we can stop right there. Yeah. I think that's what he's known for, right? The Expendables 1 and 2? I think 3 he was known for. <laughs> yeah, he really broke out in Expendables 3. <laughs> Dude, I don't think he was in Crouching Tiger, Head and Dragon. No, uh, it didn't look like it at all. And if he was, that should have been like one of his top films. I don't think it's in the archives. <laughs> you know who I do know what he's been in, though? Kevin James. Happy birthday, Kevin James. He's named one thing that Kevin James has been in. Uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. Okay. Name two things that he's been in. Um, uh, 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 um, oh, Hitch. Yes. And, um. What's the show? Oh, King of Queens? Bingo. Oh, they're just talking movies. Great show. 
Never watched it. I would always watch it on TBS reruns when I would get home. It was King of Queens, then Friends, then Seinfeld. Wow, one good show of the three. Which one? King of Queens Wonder. is pretty good. Kevin James, Patton Oswalt, Jerry Stiller, Lou Ferrigno. Star-studded cast. Star-studded. Leah Remini, the chick who went on to become a crazy Scientologist, and now she's talking about how Scientology is insane. And fuck all the people that got her into Scientology. What a bitch. Yeah. How dare she. Hitch used to be my favorite movie, you know that? That is a horrible favorite movie. It was 07. I was like 12. Uh, Hancock's my favorite. Currently my favorite movie. So. That's an even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you chose a... You were like, how far down the list of Will Smith movies is acceptable to still be my favorite film? Dude, the first quarter of that movie is incredible. Hancock? Yeah. I remember that movie just getting progressively stupider as it went on. It was like, all right, you keep trying to add in a new fucking wrinkle into this. <laughs> and then it's like, it was like, he can't get close to the girl because every time he does, he gets, like, they get hurt. And so it's just him, like, jumping really far a bunch of times and he's like ah, ah, and then, but he's like really hurt because he was too close remember he's i said the first quarter further away he gets like yeah, okay but like, all right what happens in the first quarter of hancock that's so good he's it, it just takes the, the common superhero tropes except he's just an, a bitter alcoholic it's hilarious all right that's true that is good but but where the movie fucked up was there's an R-rated version of the movie, and they, and they put out the PG-13 version, or the unrated uh, version is the other one. And in the unrated version, he... Full penetration? Uh, full penetration. Okay. It just fighting, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> penetration, fighting, <laughs> drinking, penetration. And then the movie just sort of... <laughs> no, but there's a part where he brings a girl back to his trailer, and he starts fucking her, and then it sh the camera... Oh, it out is. Yeah, yeah. The camera pans outside the trailer, and you just see the trailer sort of shaking, and you hear her moaning, and you yeah. hear him go, get off, get off, get off, and you can hear her, like, fall off, and then you just see, like, shots <laughs> go through the ceiling. <laughs> Is that for real? I swear to God. You could probably find it on YouTube right now. Good look. <laughs> you gotta see it, dude. So, Hancock. Sex scene or something. This is very important. Superpowered climax scene. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> oh, we're going for. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, not much, but a chit chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, now. Hello. There's some rules. No, I know. I haven't seen it yet. Excuse me. I know. Probably. All right. All right. All right. Call you back. Listen. Um. <laughs> Is she on the phone with somebody right now and saying, I haven't seen it yet? Yeah. I'll let you know. So is yeah. that talking about his penis? I think that's what they're alluding to, yes. That is absurd. All right. You're going to need to focus. Uh, all, right. all right. I need you. Oh, hey. That's, that's not focus. That's not. Okay. Stop it. Stop it. Now, when I get to the moment, you know, the start climbing the, the mountaintop, you know, Yes. Uh -huh. You're going to need to yeah. be as far away from that as possible. It's that. No, it's not hot. It's not hot. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Whoa. Mm. Okay. Oh, 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 oh wow. Hancock. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it. Oh, 
That begs the question, how many girls, like when he was, when he was a kid and he was figuring it out. Yeah, how many times did it, he's like, well, it only happened once, fool me once. <laughs> exactly. I think that's where that kid, a trope came from. Right, yeah. Fool um, me once, shame on you, fool me twice, you're dead. I, I got two, I got two dead bodies on my hands. Also, that was embarrassingly quick. I know, I was just going to say, poor Will, they were like, you know, we've only got so much time to put this clip in here. We're going to have to make it come in seconds. <laughs> and he's like, that was the reason they didn't put it in. They're like, Will didn't want to be known <laughs> as a two-pump chump. I last way longer than that. Yeah, he's like, Will, it's not you, it's Hancock. He's like, Hancock would last five minutes at least. <laughs> he's drunk, too, so he had a whiskey cock. Yeah. <laughs> The entire roof would have fucking exploded, all right? Not just holes. Yeah, he's, that was he's so, so cocky. Yeah, he's there's like, he's, a, like, he's like, this is based on true events. That's except insane. for the, the length part. I'm glad, I understand that they came to their senses and didn't put that in the movie, but like the fact that that made it to like the uncut version and they actually were like, yeah, let's put this in the movie. <laughs> this feels necessary to, to tell everybody, not only is he superpowered, but so is his semen. It will destroy his motorhome. How could he have kids? I guess maybe the Charlize Theron. The Charlize yeah, it's Charlize Theron, right? Does she yeah. have a super vagina? Yeah, I think she's a super pussy, yeah. She's got like uh, a, a super powered catcher's mat down there that's just ready to just say, all right, here we go, right down the middle. Yeah, it's straight up Paul Canerco, first baseman's glove down there. <laughs> Turn little two. Paul, little Paul Canerco reference. <laughs> Everybody loves Paul Canerco. First baseman, right? First baseman for the what? And and White DH. Sox. Wow, and the DH. He got a little slower in his uh, past his prime. Exactly. That's an insane. What were we just talking about? Oh, Kevin James. That's how we. Kevin James. That's right. Yes, good call. All right, Kevin James' birthday. Uh, Melania Trump's birthday. Happy birthday to the best first lady there's ever been. Uh, in times of trouble, I like to think of Melania Trump and, uh, you know, just try and be best. Any thoughts on Melania? Um, she did not sign up for this. She did not. No, she did not. Poor she, also lady. Copied, she also copied a speech. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty uh, apparent. When that she copied uh, Michelle Obama's from like four years prior, or right? Eight years prior. Yeah, couldn't have even gone back into the archives a little further. Copy a Nancy Reagan, copy a Laura Bush, yeah. but do not copy a Michelle Obama. Fuck, I'm a Democrat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, Democrat uh, above all. Yeah, uh, and Channing Tatum. 
Happy birthday, Channing. All right. You sound like a movie, those, those three or four. Together, Jet Li, Kevin James, Melania Trump, and Channing Tatum. Yeah, it'll be like a buddy cop movie. Yeah. About, um, that's actually the original cast of Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon. Yeah, and then that was going to be Expendables 4, but then they, they didn't get enough money from the third one. Yeah, they lost all that money on that cum scene, so they were like, ah, you know what, we can't. <laughs> yeah, I think every uncut oh. superhero movie has that scene in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should have seen Iron Man 1's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, you seen Spider-Man uh, Into the Universe, or Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Major, major masturbation scene in that one. Yeah, it's like all the different realities of Spider-Man. There's just one with only super semen. And his spidey sense was tingling. It took a turn. Yeah, it did. All right. You were saying that you watched a great movie during this. Bombshell? No, that's the one that's the same as it. You watched. There was a TV show. A limited series on Showtime called The Loudest Voice. And it's about Roger Ailes. Russell Crowe plays Roger Ailes, who was the I, you know, founder, chairman, head of Fox News. Yeah. Um, and he was, I don't even know the words, harassing a number of women throughout the organization. And it sort of all came to, came to blows at the end and he got caught. Did he but, assault anyone or was it literally just sexual harassment? I mean, I am not knowledgeable enough on the subject to really know what the, where the line is, you know? Watch the show, bro. They didn't talk. It wasn't like, all right, let's pause the show. <laughs> this is harassment. This is assault. Did uh, he put hands on him? I mean, some of them, like, blew him. But he didn't, like, <laughs> but he didn't, like, shove his, like, his, like, I mean, he, he exposed himself to them, so maybe that's the assault. Yeah. Did he ever, like, make a deal, like, I'll give you this in Fox if you give me a uh, yeah, that was to Gretchen Carlson. Yeah. That was the big one. Is she related to Tucker Carlson? No, I don't think okay. so. I was going to say, can't even get into Fox. Yeah, it's a Tucker got it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the... Uh, Bombshell. Bombshell is the movie that is the exact same. Did you see Bombshell? I've not seen Bombshell. I've heard, it's, I've heard good things, though. I haven't seen either of them. But... This made Mike and I think of uh, movies that are the exact same, that come out in pretty much the exact same year as well, and the number of times that has happened. And we found a list of... A shocking number of times. A shocking number of times. Oh, I wasn't at the top of this one. All right. Shit, shit. You see it? Yep. These nine movie pairs are e- eerily similar. But here are the ones critics prefer. Wow. All right. I feel like this is the most classic one. No Strings Attached with Ashton Kutcher and Friends with Benefits, Justin Timberlake. What, did this say what you know came out? I'm going to say 2007. Even 12-year-old me. 2011 is Friends with Benefits. No strings attached. Also 2011. They both came out in 2011. You know what's insane, though? 
is one movie has Ashton Kutcher and the other movie has Mila Kunis, and they're literally married with kids. True. And so also they each did a movie with a hot white actor instead of just doing one with each other. And they're both Jewish, and they both were in Black Swan. And then they hook up in Black Swan. Wow, Natalie Portman, that's how they're connected. Boom. <clears throat> Have you seen either of them? Of the movies? Yeah. No, they're supposed to be horrible. No, they're <laughs> terrible. You know what happens in each of the fucking movies, though? Uh, I'll bet you they get feelings for each other and then start dating. Right. But first, they're going to battle those feelings, but at different times. So one of them is going to be into it at first, but they're going to be fighting it. But it's like, oh, but I'm kind of into them. And then they're going to try and make it serious. And then the other person will be like, what? There's no strings attached. Or in the other movie, they're going to say, what? We're friends with benefits. <laughs> we can't I, do this. We're FWB right now. And then in the other that? movie, they're going to say, we can't do this. We're NSA. You know that. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> We're the NSA, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not a gambling man, but I would, I, would, I, would go, I would go towards that. Yeah. And then once that happens, let's say the Ashton Kutcher character first falls for Natalie Portman. But Natalie's like, come on, man. Can't do that. But then they're going to separate a little bit. And then she's going to be the one that actually initiates to get back with him. And it's like, you know, you're all I've ever wanted. I didn't want this at first. But now I actually do want more than just a friend with benefits. I want no. strings to be attached. There's an, element, there's an element you're missing. I What's think that? what happens is that in each of the movies, they both develop feelings for each other. And yeah. then they go, hey, we shouldn't do this anymore. And they both agree. Yeah. And, then, and then Justin Timberlake and Ashton Kutcher go on a date with a different random hot chick. And yeah, maybe like both, Ashton goes out with his wife, Mila Kunis. Yeah. And then the, the other, the Natalie Portman sees Ashton Kutcher out with Mila Kunis. Yeah. And was like, oh, maybe I did like him the whole time. Right. And then they right. meet at an airport when he's like about to go to like Alaska or something. How many sex montages do you think are in these films combined? Four. I'm putting four and a half as the over-under. I'm putting so a, a, good, a good luck, under good luck, Chuck. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> is it Ke isn't Kevin James in that movie? Good luck, Chuck. No, it's uh, Dane Cook and then that fat oh, guy. Yeah, I was thinking of I now pronouncing Chuck and Larry. Different, different strokes, different folks, man. Yeah. Wait, is the, is the ending of it now pronouncing Chuck and Larry that they're actually gay? Yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's the lesson they learned. They're like, and it's actually nurture versus nature. They can choose. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> here's a scene of Adam Sandler coming aggressively. <laughs> quickly, let's, too. Let's take him out. <laughs> In a trailer, quickly, too. Yeah. Happy birthday, Kevin. Someone calls Kevin James and goes, have you seen it yet? <laughs> He's like, no, 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 wait. Little story about uh, Armageddon. So directed by Michael Bay. And the plot of Armageddon is that um, a comet is coming toward, or an asteroid or whatever is coming towards Earth. And they need to, they hire these oil rig guys to blow it up, and they so they basically teach the oil rig guys how to be astronauts so they can go out there and blow it up. Yeah. And so during the filming of the movie, Ben Affleck goes up to Michael Bay and he goes, wouldn't it make more sense just to tr uh, teach astronauts how to be oil riggers instead of the other way around? And Michael Bay just went, shut up. <laughs> 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 I 
That's, that's what I heard uh, behind yeah. the scenes on that one. He's like, how the fuck would Ben Affleck already be an astronaut, you dumb piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's more to it. I think, <laughs> but yeah, that's... He's like, Bruce Willis needs to be in this movie, all right? <laughs> You're telling me Billy Bob Thornton couldn't be an astronaut? <laughs> I've never seen Deep Impact. I've never even heard of it. I thought it was a porno. Well, they do show full penetration. And then it just sort of ends. <laughs> but you've seen Armageddon, right? Like pe- bits and pieces on a TV. A long time ago. Yeah. I think both of them are just like Armageddon is happening. All right. <laughs> Dread and The Raid Redemption. Do you know either of those? I, was, I think Dread is about Judge Dread, but. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Do do that one? A Fistful of Dollars and Yo Jimbo. A missed conflict between two rival factions, a stranger with no name and expert weaponry skills arrives in town and pits both sides against each other in order to free the people from tyranny. Wow. First Daughter, Chasing Liberty. <laughs> Look at the headline on that. <laughs> yeah, that's so mean. Neither First Daughter nor Chasing Liberty wowed critics. They both but they're the saw- same. <laughs> Yeah, Mandy Moore and, um, fuck, what's her name? Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, yeah, they're the same person, so that makes sense. Wow. About 8%. <laughs> Chasing Liberty just trounces first daughter by 10%, and yet only got an 18% itself. White House down, Olympus is falling. Is that Channing Tatum? Channing! Oh. Happy birthday, dude. And Gerard yeah. Butler. Wait, was he the guy who played Richard Bales or Roger Ailes? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah, that's right. The Wild and Madagascar. Yeah, dude. I uh I used to like I forgot that the Wild was like actually a movie. I thought I like dreamt it. What are you what's it about? It's the same fucking thing. It's just got like way worse actors playing the people. It says Madagascar has voices like Ben Stiller and Chris Rock and the wild featured stars like Kiefer Sutherland and Jim Belushi. <laughs> literally the literally two people that are the second most famous in their family. Wait, who is the... Okay. <laughs> that's, that's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Dude, could, dude, Jim Belushi is such a piece of shit. Fuck him. Yeah, what's this, according to Jim, was his show? Dude, and the fact that that had more than one season is criminal. They were basically just like, let's just tell people that this is a Belushi and hope that they're too high and drunk to realize. Dude, his, his whole shtick is just like, you remember John Belushi from Animal House and <laughs> SNL? Well, he's dead. I'm, almost, I'm the best chick. I'm the closest thing you've got anymore. Doesn't uh, Farley have a brother, too? Um, yeah, Kevin Farley. A guy <laughs> that I know in comedy from Indiana. He does all these shows in Indiana called the Matt Hatter Shows. He does shows with Kevin Farley. He has it with all the, like, brothers of comedians and, like, old comedian stars like Polly Shore, Chris Kattan. Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> Billy Baldwin. <laughs> yep. He, uh... The fuck. He used to have from Trailer Park Boys the uh, Leahy 
the guy before okay. he died. Oh, he died? <clears throat> yeah. The police officer? Is he a police officer? Or officer just, Lee. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. But he's always going back and forth between, like, having his credentials because he's just that much of a drunk. I am the liquor, is what he says. Yeah. All right, here's the most, well, maybe not the most important, but pretty. Paul Blart, Mall Cop, and Observant Report. Um, both movies about Mall Cops, both came out the same year, both about a chubby dude. Yeah, like, let's literally go through this. Both about a chubby mall cop that's like takes the job more seriously than he has like power. They both have a hot chick in it that is like way out of his league that he like tries to go for and then finds out that like it's not the person for him, I think. Who are the respective chicks? In Observant Report, it's Amy um, Adams. No, it's the one that was married to Chris Pratt for a while. Oh, um, here. listen to her podcast. Yes, I know you're talking about Anna Ferris. Yes, thank you. Um, maybe that's not the case in the Kevin James one. I just know he was on literally like match.com throughout his thing and like wasn't getting any matches. And he made like a, a montage of him on his. Uh, you need a montage. Yeah. And Seth Rogen, I think, was telling me that like when they came out with the idea for this, somebody else started writing the exact same movie and like forced it in faster than his. So Mall Cop came out first. Have you seen either of them? I've seen both of them. So I've never seen Paul Bart. I've seen his Observant Report. Observant yeah. Report is incredibly dark. Yeah. Isn't he like schizophrenic or yeah, bipolar like just, or something? At the end, like he just shoots the dude who's flashing people. Well, dude, the, the movie ends with a, a fat, naked guy. You see his cock yeah. running through a mall, and then he shoots him dead. Yeah. And Paul Bart's just like, I'm fat. <laughs> yeah, it's the family version for sure. <laughs> Maybe they were like, you know what? There's only ever going to be one mall cop movie. Let's just make a family version, and let's make a version where Seth Rogen comes real hard. <laughs> but I, also, I also remember Seth Rogen was on SNL to promote Observe and Report when it came out. Yeah. And he was like, hi, I'm Seth Rogen. I'm here to promote uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop. Like, he knew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. And also, they both have to, like, fight. Here's the thing that's very similar. They both have to be the defense for the mall at the end when the cops can't help or something because it's like a hostage situation. He's the only one in the mall. That's literally in both Paul Blart and in Observant Report. And, and the person who's leading that classic trope of uh, mall terrorists, uh, you know how always groups of gangs take over a mall. Dude, I uh, it, 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 every time I went to it. it oh my God, it's just stuff. like, look both ways before you walk into the fucking apple. Um, <laughs> like, before you head to that food court, make sure you can get out. Uh, it was always a new guy who was working at the mall who was kind of a bit of a fuck-up. and uh, But then later on, it turns out to be this evil mastermind gang leader. I'm telling you, it, it happens in both movies. Was it Michael then, Pena? Yeah, it's like the... Right. 
observe and report, it's that guy on the left. Oh, and Michael Pena. Yeah, and then Paul Blart Mall Cop. You know, people. Is, but it's like a British looking guy or something. You know, people say that fat people don't get any respect in our society. Especially when they're mall cops, but go on. There are so many people that have actually made a career just like, I'm fat. Ralph Hey, Paul Blart. I mean, Kevin James, Melissa yeah. McCarthy, Jim Belushi, uh, Chris Farley. Chris Farley did so much more than I'm fat. Oh, really? Have you ever seen fat guy in a little coat? Yeah, dude. He's in a little coat. He's not just a seen, fat guy. You ever seen the Chippendales SNL sketch? sketch? Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> true. But it only, it just adds to his original comedic presence. Adele? Yeah, Adele is like, <laughs> I'm fat on both sides. <laughs> Hello from the fat side. Exactly, yeah. you got it. It's the only thing she says. Um, are there any other pairs? We get to what? anything that we plan on getting to. Huh? We get to anything we planned on getting to. Yeah, we talked about Honest Day. We talked about the movies. Let's finish with the uh, the little person. All right. Unless you had something else in mind. Well, I was going to say we would save the little person for next time. Okay, that's fine. And then... Eh, fuck it. Let's watch the video. <laughs> All right. So this is a forty-three giant on TikTok. He is a little person who pranks. He does a lot of videos, but he does a lot of prank videos. A lot of the prank videos are just making people think he's a child, but actually he's just a little person. And then the joke afterwards is like, "Ha! You thought I was a kid, but I'm not." So here's one. Oh! 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 Sorry. Start from the beginning. actor there huh who's the actor there just the just the little guy yeah so that's the thing that john and i could never figure out is like who is involved uh because the the lady gets so fucking mad and then is like getting mad at the guy that i like feel is also involved and they're all just like um well i guess we have to watch the whole thing actually because there's so i have some breaking news what? Kristen Cavalieri and Jay Cutler have uh, announced their plans to divorce. Oh, wow. That's very Cavalieri of them. Hard pass. Why? Why? Did it say? Um, they, they said a quote. Uh, it said, this is just an example of two, this is just a situation of two people growing apart. Yeah, that sucks. You think when you're 40... Uh, you think when you're like in your 40s, you're sort of done growing. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, also, it probably doesn't help to be on a reality show together that follows around your life. Where you're like trying to come up with conflict for ratings and views. 
Yes. Sorry. Totally just. No, you're good. Wow. Watch this. Oops. One more time. No! No! Trying to pull him up. Oh! 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 <laughs> like. Oh! So there's a guy filming that's just like, oh, oh! And a woman who wasn't carrying the kid out is just like, down my fucking face. Yo, you good? Wow! <laughs> wow. You okay? You okay, little man? Down my fucking face! Yo, son, you good? Check the baby, check the baby. Check the baby, you okay? Check the baby, you okay? Separate on Twitter. Yeah, like just I, that is total black Twitter because all the white people going Stop. by, they prefer blitter. Sorry, all the white people walking by are like, oh wow, that's. I'm gonna keep walking. Yeesh, <laughs> yeah. Like they just dropped a fucking kid. Good lord. <laughs> and then they just keep walking. But like, there's just like an assemblage of black people around. And then they're like, is it those people from Twitter or is this an actual child? And then they're just like, oh shit, yeah, it's the little person. And they just <laughs> we just got midged. We just got midged. <laughs> Dude, it seems like he has the, the sort of the Borat issue is that, you know, he's so known for his pranks now that he can't really do them anymore. True. There's other ones. The most famous one is the school bus one. Yeah, I don't see that one on... Uh... Dude, the look of confusion on everyone's face when they realize that it's a, little, that it's a, a grown man. Yeah. Hold up, I think I'll be able to find it. Is there always a woman that comes in who is like the mother? She's like, that's I my know. kid. Yeah. Yeah. Second. Second. That bus driver, if he wasn't in on it, he could have cleared the whole thing up. But just like, was, it's not a kid. Those are each of my points. Those are each of my points. It's who the fuck is involved in this? And why is there always an angry woman that instead of trying to help the baby in that situation, she's like, that's my kid. Just smacking. And yeah, the bus driver immediately could be like, it's a little person. Take his hood off. <laughs> this man is trying to get on my school bus. I think they're all involved with it, and so they're trying to drum up the drama of it, I think is what it is. But if not, it makes no sense. And then wow. there's just people around. I like the other people that go to the 
attack of the bus driver as opposed to the check for the safety of the supposed child. <laughs> just everyone's like, man, fuck this old dude. Like, what the? You just throw a kid? I'll help him in a second, but first, I want you to fucking get an earful of this. And the driver's just like, whoa, 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 is he bad? Yeah, like, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey! <laughs> get off the oh. bus! Get off the bus! Four words. That's not a kid. Boom. Done. <laughs> Threw the whole thing up. Take his hood off and see a midget. <laughs> Hashtag midged. Hashtag it's a man. I drive a bus of kids and that is not one. It's fucking weird that the guy's like just consistently in a backpack, like a kid's backpack and just a hood and he's walking the around like... the fur hood. Yeah. He's like, you know what my lane is? Pretending to be a child and then getting thrown off of things <laughs> and having my mom defend me instead of helping. I wonder if when he's at like dinner parties and stuff, people are like, he's like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I'm in accounting. And then what do you do? Oh, have you ever seen those videos of the guy that pretends to be a kid and then gets thrown <laughs> horribly violently? What do you do for a living? I pretend to be a child in peril. <laughs> To get, to, get black, to get black people to yell at other black people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm, that, I'm that black prank guy on Twitter. <laughs> oh, you're Eric Andre? No, 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 no. I'm the short one. I'm the short one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I pretend to be a kid. I pretend to be a kid. I pretend to be a kid. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. You got to go? Uh, I mean, I got like, uh, you know, Five ten minutes left. I don't know if anything else you want to cover. Or how you end these, or how, I don't know how, how you edit it or cut it, or I don't know. We're gonna figure it out in post. I'd say we're good there though, and uh, we got nothing to fucking do for a while. So let's do it again. I don't know if you thought I was added. You know, you were adequate. You were adequate. Hey, I, th I, mean, I think uh, you know, as the coach here, I'm gonna give you some more reps. We're gonna try and get you into the system and just see if we can kind of you know get you ingratiated with the team. How do you think Tom Brady's going to be able to adjust to in Tampa Bay without getting reps with the team? Well, he's not, but yeah. regardless. Everybody's <laughs> anointing them Super Bowl champs. I'm like, they're not going to be able to play together, and then they're just going to show up, and you got this 43-year-old with a new offensive team. Uh, also, they don't – their defense is not that great – um, and Tom Brady's a fucking douchebag, and he's practicing at a Tampa Bay park when they're clearly closed. And just breaking into people's houses. <laughs> yeah. Did you see he walked into somebody's house? Yeah, they said he walked in, he was making out with his son. It was completely... <laughs> yeah, he brought his son with him, and he's just like, hey, let's break in this town one house at a time. Give your hey, pops you like a smooch. You like this shit? <laughs> so we do in New England. <laughs> you want a Super Bowl, or you want to be a loser for the rest of your life? Let me kiss you my got, son in your kitchen. You got to think to go with the bed. You got to learn, just like they did. All right, I'm getting out of here. You're welcome. Let me get out of your hair now. I'm going to go to a public park. You'll keep hearing about me. All right. Uh, you're all I'm handsome. Out. See you next time. Jack's tap. Peace, Mikey. Now you're gone. Realize my love for you was strong. And I miss you Missing me.